0: Welcome to another episode of the Berean Post podcast. Uh, For those of you that have been following along, you know we have been going through the book of 1 Corinthians. And we are in chapter 2. We're just going to look at verse 12 today. I'm going to go ahead and jump in with the text. Paul says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Again, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. From our understanding of the new testament several greek words can be translated as world in in the english text because many of the passages in the english translations of the bible use the word world uh, we thought that it might be helpful to detail some of the most common ways that the greek words are used so here are some of the main ones the first is cosmos and this is the most common greek word translated as world in the New Testament, and it generally refers to the created order, the universe, or the world as a whole. It can also represent the people inhabiting the world, or the earthly realm in contrast to the the heavenly realm. Then there's aeon, and this Greek word can be translated as world as well, but it primarily carries the meaning of an age or or a period of time. It refers to a specific era, or epoch, epoch rather often with a spiritual or eschatological connotation. It can also denote the world system or the values and ways of thinking associated with a particular time. And there's, then there is uh, uh, okay, 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 um and this term is used to refer uh, refers to the inhabited or civilized world. It emphasizes the idea that, uh, of the world as a dwelling place for humanity. Can also carry a sense of the world as a political or geographical uh, entertainment, uh, entity. Rather, the spirit of the world in this text, the uh, the word uh, uh, cosmos in the Greek translates translates to world in the English. Now, uh, the form of this word is the genitive form of of. Uh, cosmos which means it's used to indicate possession or the relationship of belonging so this word is commonly used in phrases or constructions where world is being described attributed to or associated with something else when Paul refers to the spirit of the world in this verse he contrasts it with the spirit of god so here the spirit of the world represents the mindset, values, perspectives shaped by worldly or human thinking. It encompasses the ideas, philosophies, and influences prevalent in the secular world and contrary to the wisdom and understanding that comes from God. From the writings of Paul, we can see two systems at play. The system or spirit of the world and the things in it Compared to the system of the Holy Spirit or the kingdom of God. And through Paul's writings, we can see that these two systems coexist. Cons- consider the following passages And you he made alive who were dead in trespass and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, a spirit who now works in the sons of disobedient, among whom also we once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead and trespassed, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised up, and made he's raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that's Ephesians chapter 2 1-6 Paul says in another place he's delivered us that God has delivered us from the, the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sin that's in Colossians chapter 1 verse 13 and 14 And then in Romans, he says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So these texts are not stated as future promises, but rather as present realities. In the Ephesians passage, it's proclaimed that God has brought us to life, even though we were once spiritually dead due to our sins and transgressions, says we used to walk in accordance with the ways of this world following the influences of the ruler of the air the spirit who now works in those who are disobedient this simply means all of us once lived in the passions of our flesh indulging in sinful desires both um, of the body and of the mind by nature we we were objects of god's wrath but he says we have been given the spirit who is from god so however even though that's what our, our state was, God, whom the Bible says is rich in mercy and driven by his immense love for us, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our sins. By his grace we have been saved and raised up, seated with Christ in heavenly places. That's where we dwell. Jesus, through his sacrificial blood, delivered us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son. However, we still walk in this world or system of things. And here the apostle reminds the Corinthian church and all believers today by extension to remember who they are. We have not received the spirit of the world, but rather the spirit that comes from God. And all that that entails namely, being made alive in a new dimension in which um, this world or its rulers have no rule or authority. In addition to Romans 14.17, is um, so rather in addition, the Romans 14.17 states that the kingdom of God does not revolve around material things like food and drink, but it's characterized by righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. This once again runs contrary to the wisdom and the spirit of the world, which, at least here in North America, seems to be a desperate existentialism. Or stated simply, um, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow you will die. In contrast, the verse discussed today and the other verses we have referenced convey that the kingdom of God is not merely a futuristic concept, but a present reality to be experienced daily. In his letters to the Corinthians, Paul reminds them of their identity, their spiritual dwelling amid this world and the abundant blessings bestowed upon them by God. The world's system and order are at odds with God and his kingdom, but those who have bowed their knees to the one who claims to have all rule and all authority, to them they have received the Spirit which is of God, that they might know by experiencing the things that have been freely given to them by God. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Breein Post podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit Brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home.